You're listening to the Quince podcast. In a significant move on 15 September, the center topped up the telcos by providing a four-year moratorium on their due payment as part of its latest reforms. The move comes as a big relief to the financially starved industry, especially to Vodafone Idea and Bharti Airtel, which are two of the hardest hit telcos. In short, these reforms provide the telcos four more years to pay their adjusted gross revenue (AGR) and spectrum dues, and will kick in from 1st October. While the telcos will also have to pay interest on the four-year deferral of payments, they have the option to convert the due amount into equity at the end of the four years. But even though many experts have welcomed the reforms, the question which still looms in the air is if this is enough to help Vodafone Idea survive, which just six weeks ago was on the brink of collapse due to the burden of its exposure to the market. To understand the reforms introduced and how realistic their impact will be on telcos like Vodafone Idea, we spoke to former Bharti Airtel CEO Sanjay Kapoor. You tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host Emmat. The telecom sector reform announcements sent a new burst of energy to the stock markets as shares of both Vodafone Idea and Bharti Airtel rallied on 16 September. Along with the four-year moratorium period, the other significant reform was the center finally climbing down on its earlier definition of AGR and recognized the telcos version of it. The telcos for nearly 15 years have argued that AGR should only be limited to revenue that they have earned from telecom services and not non-telecom services. The center has argued against this and even took it up at the Supreme Court where it won the long drawn battle against Vodafone Idea, Bharti Airtel and Tata Tele services. Now for the uninitiated, the AGR issue arose when the center in the late 90s introduced a commercial revenue sharing model with the telcos and the telcos had an option to pay the center's steep licensing fees and spectrum usage charges via portion of the AGR. and how the agr was defined was the bane of the decade long contention redefining agr in a moratorium period come as a saving grace for vodafone idea which has a agr liability of rupees 58254 crore including this the telco also reportedly has a financial exposure of rupees 1.8 lakh crore as of march 2021 the reforms also come just 6 weeks after kumar mangalam birla stepped down as vodafone ceo and even reportedly offered his share of the company to the center to keep the company afloat but with a market share of only 23.59% according to a telecom regulatory authority of india report will the moratorium period help vodafone idea survive sanjay kapoor believes that given vodafone idea's financial exposure and ebit does which is a measure of a company's performance no matter the moratorium period it is unlikely that the telco will come out profitable at the end of 4 years you know i was reading some reports and uh, one of the reports said that uh, this uh, moratorium will uh, reduce the payment burden for vil by about rupees 250 billion per annum right uh, which is quite a bit uh, however when you look at uh, voda ideas ebitdas you know which are close to about uh, rupees 55 billion they fall short uh, to cover up their capex their payables both to government and others uh, to still repay the ncds they have to renew bank guarantees worth almost 120 billion in the near future 
right? So no matter what, even with this moratorium, and then um, looming large is the uh, need to migrate their customers to 5G. You know, will they be able to uh, make their ends uh, be met by all this and also be able to invest more in 5G tomorrow? I think that equation is not getting balanced, at least in my mind. I see a big deficit on that. As Mr. Kapoor said, that there is a big deficit when it comes to market realities and the prospect of reforms that the centre has introduced to help sustain telcos. Now, one of the core ways that telcos in India raise revenue is through raising tariffs on their products, like our prepaid or postpaid plans. And tariff hikes by telcos are imminent, according to several news reports in the past few months. CNBC, just at the start of September 2021, reported that Bharti Airtel hinted at an increase in tariffs as of recently announced fundraising plans. And the Economic Times in July reported that Vodafone Idea will also be following Airtel and discontinuing some plans and increased tariffs on their popular plans. So, will an increase in tariffs and the savings which come from the four-year moratorium period help Vodafone Idea build its capacity and remain competitive? Sanjay Kapoor says that Vodafone Idea may not be able to hike tariffs to such an extent where it can still remain competitive with other giants like Jio and Airtel. According to him, the telco at best is a distant third player in the market and competing for the pole position is a pipe dream. It's a continuum and let's talk about both ends of the continuum. right? Um, if I uh, take a, a rather pessimistic view, then I will end up saying that uh, Voda, because it will not be competitive, because it may not be in a position to raise the tariffs uh, so high, and uh, uh, you know the fact that they will have to accrue the interest and finally, it will impact their PNL and balance sheet both. And at some stage, the reality will hit them. And if that happens, then Voda will uh, have to wind off. You know, they will not be able to continue uh, business uh, at one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, to say, <clears throat> okay, they'll continue, they'll manage somehow and sustain uh, themselves and probably stay in the market and not reach a stage of closure because of what will happen. You know, on that, I have two observations. <clears throat> One, you never have a business funded only for sustenance. The moment you fund a business for sustenance, you go down the tube, right? Nobody can stay still in water. You know, you have to, you have to do something in the water to stay afloat, right? <clears throat> and that will become a problem. And even if they survive, for me, they will be a distant third player. And them to be competitive versus Geo or be competitive against uh, Airtel and really offer customer experience which competes with these two leading players is a pipe dream. I don't see that happening. I really will be surprised and proved wrong if that was to happen and they were to come up and you know actually uh, try and garner a number two or number one position back again or, or give them any sort of challenge. So at best, they'll be a distant third player and in the worst scenario, you know, they'll have to call it quits. He adds that Vodafone idea will always remain a weak third player in the sector and what is haunting its growth is its financial past. Uh, from a market impact uh, perspective or government policy perspective, there'll be a weak third player whose voice will always be feebler than the voice of the leading two players. But you have to also keep in mind that there's a large ecosystem around in telecom. So there are content providers, there are device providers, there are security providers, there are cloud operators, and in future, many digital service operators. And the tower and infrastructure business that leans on these operators. Now, those uh, uh, ecosystem partners have built their business cases based on an oligopoly. 
right? A competition amongst a few, right? And for them, it's important for Volder to survive, even if he's a number three player or a distant player. Because no matter how weak he is, he needs towers, he needs inbuilding, he will need, I mean, he will need probably a little lesser, but he needs all those things to survive. And therefore, there's business case. Tomorrow, if this one guy was to be eliminated, then their entire business model has to move from uh, an oligopoly to a duopoly, which will pose in different challenges of inflation straight away, right? Because their business cases today rest on a very different e economics. So I think <clears throat> Voda is important, uh, even as a distant third player. Uh, the worst thing would be if this converts into a duopoly. And like you rightly said, it is not contingent to these measures because these measures are prospective in nature. Voda's past is hounding them. And that past is not going to be sorted out till they raise tariffs and the customer accepts those tariffs. Tariffs, You know, don't forget that they have been losing their customers to, uh, to operators. The only customer base, according to me, which is a little fortified for Voda is their postpaid base, right? But postpaid doesn't contribute to 80% of their revenues. It probably contributes to maybe 30% of their revenues. So that's fortified. But the prepaid base is very vulnerable. And in future, the 2G base will be completely vulnerable. And they have the highest chunk of that. 3G is going to be shut. It's shut for all practical purposes. So Voda is vulnerable on the prepaid front and Voda is vulnerable on the 2G front completely because their ability to move into 5G is the weakest compared to all three operators. Though the reforms come as a major relief to the telcos, some experts have noted that these should have been introduced a long time ago. Speaking to Bloomberg Quint, former Telecom Secretary R. Chandrasekhar said that the measure such as AGR calculation has been a quote-unquote very obvious measure for years now and that it quote-unquote made no sense to continue with it. Mahesh Uppal, a telecom policy analyst, says that the moratorium period is not long enough and doubts how sufficient it will be for telcos such as Vodafone Idea. So, what could have been other possible measures that the centre could have introduced to help keep the struggling telecom industry afloat? Sanjay Kapoor, Vaisan. The problem is very simple. The problem is of the past. And unless until we address the past, uh, you know, there can't be a guarantee to uh, voters' survival in future. Right? And for that, uh, the, the real problem was that one end, Voda claims that there were mathematical errors in, in, in calculations. Now, you know, to my mind, simplest thing for anybody is to say, okay, uh, we'll give you benefit of doubt of any mathematical errors. We don't want to make money on count of any mathematical errors that have been committed. You know, so that could have probably been actioned by the government and said, okay, we'll give you. And if they are right, they would have got the benefit. If they were wrong, anyway, the government wouldn't have lost anything. So I, that was one step possible. The next step was simply that 70% of what they have to pay is about interest and penalties. You know, could penalties, if penalties are being waived for future, could they have been waived in the past, right? Uh, for the past period or, or you know, made lesser uh, onerous on, 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 on Voda idea. And that would have, uh, you know, helped uh, 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 Airtel as well. But, you know, that didn't happen. And then I finally said that one way was to actually convert uh, the debt into equity uh, for the government and the banks. That was the, the boldest step that the government could have taken and yes. sat as a custodian on that uh, to make sure that you dress up the bride and then pass it on to the um, you know, new match that you find for the bride. And that would have happened over time. But that really required uh, something uh, out of the box that government would have never done earlier. These are the things. And, you know, like right now we are saying, even going forward, 
if for voda voda's ability to move into 5g is not not easy so with 5g you know license fee cut and suc cut the benefit will go to uh, uh, airtel and benefit will go to jio but the benefit may not go to voda at all so voda is going to miss out on this license fee and suc and their competitiveness and if they don't migrate to 5g is going to be you know even more impacted versus these two operators so i think those are the sort of things that could have done but you know i know governments have their own constraints it's not easy you know we all can comment from outside but from a logical standpoint these are the things that i think could have really helped them to be there and i still believe there would not have been a, a very close number 3 but that would have given them a fair chance to continue another key takeaway from the reforms was the auction of 5g spectrum next year which has been long awaited and is also a survival mechanism for companies like vodafone idea now 5g technology which is the next generation telecom network has been deployed in other countries like the us in a limited stage but for india it is only a distant future according to a parliamentary report from february 2021 the parliamentary committee of it in february had ripped the communications ministry for its quote unquote laid back insufficient and unprepared efforts for deployment of 5g in india in our previous episodes we have done a deep dive on india's 5g preparedness and you can find a link to them in our show notes and a looming issue of 5g in india is the unit price of spectrum which compared to other countries is 3 to 70 times more in india and as we stated earlier one of the ways that telcos raise revenue is through tariff hikes sanjay kapoor believes that competing in the 5g auction is essential for companies like vodafone idea to survive in the industry given its low market share in the 2g 3g and 4g consumer base i think i think we are somewhere close to that so um, first of all um, sometimes uh, you know i get disappointed that uh, why are some moves not being made you know uh for the industry to make a move in unison might be very tough now because of the depleted position of voda idea and bsnl uh, mtnl you know they are not really competing so the only uh, two eligible bachelors to raise prices in the market are either jio or airtel right airtel to me is the most eligible bachelor they are the best poised for a simple reason that for time as they have improved their competitiveness versus jio and market share uh, i think they have demonstrated that their postpaid base is not vulnerable they have fortified their postpaid base and also the high end customers uh, are attracted to the brand and stick to the brand so they have not really lost um, you know jio probably has grown more at the cost of other operators than at the cost of uh, airtel so i think airtel is very well poised to increase prices rather than only small tinkerings that they have done in the recent past why they have done you know i am a bit uh, surprised and for jio you know they have really this is one unique case in the whole world where a person from nowhere came and uh, you know occupied the number one chair uh, you know uh, in the in the market i mean they had the pole position they have the pole position the issue is now when is the time for them to move the game from being the best price player in the market to be the best experience driver in the market and the moment they uh, take the position of we drive the best experience in the market then the natural next step is to raise tariffs to say we give you value uh, you know for what you get and the value comes from the quality of service that we get so i think it's either jio or airtel airtel can do it because they have the legacy and the benefit of their postpaid base and that segment uh, is not very sensitive to price you know at the end of the day guys like 
me was paying a 5000 rupee bill why am i paying only 500 rupees now right you think i'll even blink an eyelid if this was to go up by 100% i will not and there are many others in the postpaid segment who are who are probably in the same category so i think either one of the two boda now yes boda will have to raise prices because it's a matter of survival for them and postpaid is a safe ground for them also i think they have loyalty with the postpaid customers not as much as airtel but definitely definitely they've not lost many of their postpaid customers going across to jio and survival man it's better to be small but profitable is is what is the mantra for boda idea they can't like they can't take a position to say we are going to be challenging uh, jio and 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 airtel i think that ain't happening the reforms have certainly kicked the can of the telcos worry four years down the road but it remains to be seen if the sector will continue as an oligopoly with vodafone india in the mix or a duopoly if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates we're available on apple google podcast spotify jio saban and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms For other podcasts please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback please shoot an email to podcast@thequint.com Thanks for listening log on to the Quint website and check out our other podcasts 